everybody. Welcome to episode 23 of the TLDR podcast. This is the one where nobody likes you or us, so we can do it poorly. Thank you for the giggle. I, I appreciate it. that. I got it. I got that one. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> we're uh, we're kind of all over the place today. Tyler's supposed to not curse because he's at his mommy's house, so we'll yep. see how that goes. Uh, Traden's got a little, I don't know, what would you call that thing behind your head? Corner I don't coping. know, my mom set it up. That's a, that's a mom thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's a mom thing for sure. So we got two people there. Uh, oh, we're missing Eric. Just since last time we missed Tyler, we forgot to bring it up until like halfway through the podcast. Because of his mom's birthday. So. Yeah, it is his mom's birthday. So shout out to Eric's mom for her Happy birthday. birthday, mama. James, uh, how you doing over there? I'm, I'm tired, dude. Because <laughs> yeah. I sat here waiting for Tyler to start this damn podcast. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> Taking Freaking. forever. Ooh. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler was uh, Tyler was a little bit late, and then he's <clears throat> yelling right before we started recording, yelling at his sister to bring him a beer. I mean, Maybe, what are his sisters for? Not a nice human being. Yeah, he's really oh, not. Yeah, I love you. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, you're really batting a thousand this episode. Already. Yeah, Tyler, you're struggling so far. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Turn it around. Is, yeah, there you go. It is the week of Thanksgiving. It is. Uh, you know, if you're in America, if you're in Canada, Thanksgiving was two months ago. <laughs> Uh, but so we're going to start off no breaks, no break in between. We're going to go right into it. Trade in is going to lead us on our kind of Thanksgiving episode to start it off. And then it will divulge from there, I guess. We'll see what happens, but, uh, trade in Thanksgiving. Let's hear it. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, I wanted to take this week to kind of get the listeners to, under, to really get to know us, you know, and, and Thanksgiving is extremely traditional in some, in, for some families, um, and some, you know, some people's lives and what better way to get, you know, our listeners to know us than find out what we do on Thanksgiving day and morning, night, whatever. Uh, so I just want to go around the horn and kind of hear you guys you know, special traditions, your favorite food, something that kind of sticks out with this holiday. I know this holiday is some of, some of our favorites. Um, it was on our list of favorite holidays, you know, back was that three, four weeks ago. Um, so, you know, we'll start with the late guy himself, Tyler. What is your perfect Thanksgiving? What, what about Thanksgiving just, you know, is your favorite thing? Yeah, so growing up as a kid, a lot of people know this, I was a super picky eater. Still, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty picky. Um, but now that I've grown up and can eat more food, it's a lot more enjoyable. But as a kid, I really didn't like Thanksgiving that much just because, like, I didn't really get the whole hoopla. I was like, cool, turkey. You know, that was really all I ate. But now I eat, like, pretty much everything that's on the table. We had Friendsgiving on, on Sunday. All the food there was wonderfully cooked by, by Kelsey and the like there amazing job so now thanksgiving is a lot more fun also i think being away from home you know getting to come back home for that week or, or a few days is very nice good it's, it's always good to see the see, see the family um and just kind of spend more time with them because you know you haven't been able to spend time as much as you were when you were a kid and it was just like more family time it's like what what's the point of it so i definitely appreciate thanksgiving a, a, a lot more now than i used to um yeah. So I think that for me is kind of how I feel about Thanksgiving. It's just, it, it used to be one of my least favorite. Now it's definitely one of my favorites. So what, I guess, in, in going into Thanksgiving now, which, is pro, which seems to be more part of, you know, you like it more now. What, is there a tradition that, you got, that your family like kind of always goes to? Is there something special that your family does every Thanksgiving? Yeah, that, nothing really like unique, unfortunately. I mean, we watch football. We play football in the backyard. Uh, we got the turkey, 
you know, pretty much the same old Thanksgiving food. We're pretty basic here in the King household, but that's great. Nothing wrong that's, with that. Hey, that's, that's special in its own right. Is there a special yeah. food that if it's not on the table, you start throwing fits? Uh, my mom's homemade dinner rolls. Oh, those are the best. If those aren't on the table Thanksgiving, I don't want to be there. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Pretty aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> you should give thanks to your mom regardless of yeah. she has her role. I'm pretty sure she hey, heard me, so but hey, um she better be starting on the roles, it sounds like. Yep. Um well shifting over, you know, you know, James, I know that um you love food. So Thanksgiving is kind food. of like a special a kind of a big deal because that's all of what it's about. What you know, what what are your favorite things about Thanksgiving in particular in your in your in your life? Uh, well, typically in a regular, I don't go home. I don't see my family. I see my family once a year. That's Christmas time. So Thanksgiving usually revolves around friends. And typically I actually have work on Thanksgiving. I hear a dog. There's a dog. <laughs> There's a dog. Um, I have a really good soccer, women's soccer team that pretty much wins the state championship every single year, which means they practice on Thanksgiving because they have a game the day after Thanksgiving. So my mornings are typically spent at work. And then once that's done, I watch football and eat a ton of food and drink a lot of beer all day long. And it's just, it's nice. This show I'm going to do a turkey bowl because I don't have work. Nobody nice. has work really. So yeah, I'm going to go play some football. We live the glory days, then go eat some food, drink some beer and watch more football. I, that's my Thanksgiving. <laughs> I absolutely love that. So going back to before college, cause I think it was college that, you know, I've known you since college It was kind of college that you kind of stopped seeing your family as much as you know you normally did when you lived with them is there a special tradition when you were a kid that you kind of kind of sticks out in your in your mind that made it special my brother and i had pie eating competitions so uh, i love <laughs> that like an entire pumpkin pie and we just try to eat as much as we could There's, and i i won and you, obviously you won every week okay <laughs> yeah every single year i'm, I'm pretty i'm a fat piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> but a jolly one at the same time so we're good <laughs> that's all that matters and so same question to you if there's not this particular food on the table do you get i mean you're not you're never cranky as long as there's food, food on the table but is there one food that you just need to have on thanksgiving yes uh i'm gonna go turkey on that one okay <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm happy with all food like you said but definitely there needs to be some there needs to be turkey not the biggest ham guy but as long as there's turkey on there and mashed potatoes like you know the basics i'm good with that Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, we don't have Eric here, but I do want to know, Alex, I know you're not home now, but like yeah. the rest of us, well, two of us are. Um, what is your typical Thanksgiving look like nowadays? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, James, what are the chances that you get hurt playing football on Thursday? Oh, dude. Last, like, time, I did, <laughs> last time I had this gnarly turpin that took up my entire leg. Do <laughs> you remember that, Trey? I do. That was disgusting. I do. Like, I couldn't walk on it properly for like a week and a half because it was so swollen and just, just bad. So high, very high. High percentage. Very okay, cool. yeah. That was, very that was the only thing I thought about while you were talking. I was like, man, I wonder if James is going to hurt himself. Uh, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. My Thanksgiving has changed. Uh, now that myself and my one sibling are 21, it's turned into a lot more drinking uh, than ever before. Uh, especially since, all we work, I work for a winery and a brewery and my fiance works for a winery. So there's a lot of free wine and beer coming in. Uh, but it is a lot of, a lot of football watching. Um, there, it kind of goes like this. 
we get there. My mom yells at me about something. My hair's too long. My beard's too long. I didn't dress appropriately for the dinner or something like that. <laughs> then I'm drinking two to three glasses of wine. We eat. We got to go for a walk. The post Thanksgiving walk is key. It's all that digestion. And then okay. that's when you come back for those three to four pieces of pie. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But no pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is bullshit. Oh, wow. That's, that's a hot take. Yeah. That's, hot that's take. A I bit of a hot take. I, I, but I don't, you know, Why? this is Thanksgiving week. I'm, I'm not going to get angry. No, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad. Um, we'll take uh, it next time. Pumpkin, dude, uh, it's like the consistency. It's, it, it feels like throw up. Like it's literally just like mush. Fair enough. Like, why would you not, why would you not just eat an apple, apple pie with a nice little dollop of vanilla ice cream right there? Fair enough. I mean, I think apple pie does trump pumpkin pie, but pumpkin pie is still delicious. Yes. But apple pie is not, to me is not as Thanksgiving-y, but it is, it it is a good pie. I'm not going to say that. What about like a pecan slash pecan pie, however you want to say it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that one too. Yeah, yeah. anything that that <laughs> says the word pie after james likes it doesn't matter so <laughs> okay so okay so then james would you eat like a key lime pie during thanksgiving yeah i don't think why not <laughs> okay i guess i, mean, I asked the wrong person so alex before before it turned into this drinking slash yeah. your mom getting on you for your beard yeah. shit um, that's been forever <laughs> when you were a kid pre-beard times yeah. is there something that stuck out two years old in your, in, in your life yeah two yeah two years old beard uh no we always did we always like we never were at one house for thanksgiving it was always somewhere different you know sometimes it was one grandparent sometimes it's the other grandparents house sometimes it was my parents house uh so it was always the the you know it's november 15th the hey mom where are we going for thanksgiving this year that's what i remember most because i never could keep track and she's like oh we're going to this grandma's house I'm like oh, okay got it mom got it you let me know when i need to get ready that's that's what it's yeah <laughs> that's what our like tradition is is like wait where are we going again it's you know okay. obviously with Who's obviously with, yeah obviously with covid that is that has changed but yeah uh, yeah that was so okay so you know same question what food do you need to have yeah gotta be mashed potatoes and gravy okay gotta be yeah i'm with you there also because the gravy can go on the turkey it can go on the dinner roll it can go on the cranberry sauce if you're a crazy person <laughs> it can go on the dressing slash stuffing whatever you call it depending on where you live or how you cook it on the ham on whatever on the pie if you really want if you're gonna be i feel like that's something james would do maybe yeah yeah, the mashed potatoes and gravy is clutch absolutely um absolutely yeah thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays um and i guess i will kind of talk about the same questions without asking myself them because i'm not that vain um (laughs) thanksgiving is a huge thing for my family especially because all of my family besides, well, including my parents are Canadian and my, my sister and I are the only Americans um, in the, really in the family. And my parents have been obviously in America for over half their lives. So this particular holiday has always been between the four of us. Um, and it's always been special. You know, it's, um, we always play board games and we still do that to this day. Um, that's kind of a special thing. And one time we actually forgot to cook the 
the Thanksgiving dinner because we got so wrapped up in board games. That was like two years ago. Um, (laughs) um, But, you know, um, it's so it's always special. Something that always stuck out to me is um, I I guess I guess mostly the games um, would would is um, would always stick out to me as it does now. Um, Food wise, I would agree with the mashed potatoes and gravy, but I am a huge cranberry guy. I love Mm. my cranberry sauce. You're going to think I'm a crazy person. I mix everything together and I just eat it all. Like I, I, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving dinner. Um, and you know, I, I, was it James is it Earl's that has that Thanksgiving sandwich. Yeah, dude. That has everything. Dude, see, yeah, they know how how to do it. And you pretty much get to have those for like days after, um, you know, with all the leftovers. So that's pretty special. Um, but I would be remiss if we didn't talk a little bit of sports regarding Thanksgiving. So I want to go around the horn and, and ask everyone who their picks are for the three football games on Thanksgiving. So we have the, the morning game. We have the Texans versus the Lions. Tyler, who do you got? Uh, definitely going Texans on that one. Uh, Deshaun Watson. He's my boy. He's my quarterback. Uh, had, came off a really good game last week against the Patriots. Uh, taking on a, a weaker Lions team, I'm I'm gonna take Deshaun Watson the Texans in that one. Okay, James. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Tyler. Um, the Lions are just bad. <laughs> Deshaun Watson is really fun to watch. He's an electric player. Brandon Cooks is looking pretty good. Duke Johnson looks bad once again. But you know, I think the Texans are gonna take it. JJ Swall will come through. Have three sacks. That's my prediction. Uh, and yeah, Texans take that. And Alex. If DeAndre Swift plays for the Lions, he is in concussion protocol right now. I'm going to go big. I'm going to say the Lions in a squeaker. They always play Thanksgiving. Lions. So, James, um, the spread is two and a half points. I bet on Thanksgiving. That's another thing that I, that's a new tradition for me. That's why you wanted to do these questions. Yes. I need to know who I'm going to pick. <laughs> um, at two, you know, so – so two and a half point spread. Do you think the Houston covers? Oh yes, yes I do. I uh, at least they're going to win by six points. At least. Good to know. All right, the afternoon game is uh, the Washington No Names against the the Dallas Cowboys. Tyler, who do you got? Man, those are two just teams I really don't like. I'm probably not going to watch <laughs> that one. That's when I'm going to take a break and do something else. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the football team on this one. Huh? The Washington football team specifically um just because i really don't like the cowboys that's really the only reason <laughs> fair enough james <laughs> i agree with tyler again i hate dude don't let don't let me go second next time uh, but i agree with tyler again <laughs> the washington football team has grown on me tremendously ever since alex smith came back in the lineup uh he led him to the first win or his first win as a starter in a long time this last weekend um terry mclaurin alex smith they look good Defense is starting to look better and better every single week. The Cowboys were just a sorry team right now after Dak Prescott went down. Um, yeah, I think the Washington will take this one. And Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree. Pretty much everything James just said, the return of Alex Smith is awesome. Um, he should yeah. be – the comeback player of the year should be named after him after everything that he's gone through. So Definitely. I'm going to be rooting for him, but I am also agree with Tyler – probably not going to watch that one <laughs> fair enough um and i hope washington wins as well all right the marquee game which i think is by far the most interesting the 
the undefeated Steelers against the Ravens. James, I'm going to let you start. Who do you got? This one's interesting, mainly because there's a ton of Ravens players who's going to be on the COVID list when that game starts. Mm-hmm. Namely, the one, two of the three running backs on that list, and J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram, which leaves Gus Edwards as their only running back option out of the backfield. Uh, the Steelers are a good team, but they're they they look like a bad undefeated team. They do. I don't know how they pulled off ten and zero. Big Ben doesn't look accurate. He doesn't look mobile. He looks like a statue. The defense is making all the plays for them. If Lamar Jackson can finally figure it out, this game could be a little bit more competitive. But until he does that, the Steelers will win this game. All right. Uh, Alex. Yeah, this kind of feels like, uh, you know, the Ravens have been playing kind of poorly. The Steelers, I agree with you, James. They don't feel like a team that should be 10-0. They kind of feel like a team that should be like 7-3, and 8-2. or two. They're obviously a good team. They have an elite defense. This sort of feels like a trap game. Yeah, there's a dog squeaking in the back. That's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to hide that toy, and I think he, like, went around the couch to get in. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, um, this does – it kind of feels like a trap game with all the COVID issues that the Ravens are going through. So, I'm like, I really want to pick the Ravens, but they've been playing so poorly lately. I don't think I can. So, I think it's going to be a close one, but I'm going to go with the Steelers squeaking it out. All right. And Tyler. Yeah, not that it really matters this season, but who's the home team in this one? Uh, I think the Steelers. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, Ravens upset this week. Um, short week. You never know what's going to happen. I think Ravens playing their, their, their biggest rival, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to find some fire even with their, with their COVID-shortened roster. Uh, they're going to find a way to beat this uh, Pittsburgh team. Well, you guys aren't really giving me much uh... – much help because now because now there's you know you guys are differing but whatever um i really appreciate you guys doing that for me and i also want to take this time to thank you guys to thank the listeners um this is a time of of um thanks um to 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 the people that mean mean the most to us and you guys are what keep us going um we we love that you guys stay tuned every single week and we hope that you guys have a very safe and great thanksgiving wherever you, wherever you are. And please, uh, again, please stay safe. And, um, and yeah, that's my segment. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Wow. It was so heartfelt. That's so unlike us. So (laughs) weird. Usually we're just so mean to each other. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, But we're going to take a quick break. uh, And then we come back. James is going to go over uh, his fantasy waiver wire pickups, just like he does every week. So uh, we'll be right back. everybody welcome back um you know maybe you ate some turkey in between our little break or some mashed potatoes or pie and you put gravy on it try that out i don't know Traden's doing something weird with his hands he's feeling <laughs> weird i don't know um real quick before we get to into james uh did you guys have any idea that the major league soccer playoffs are going on right now no any idea there's a major league soccer league apparently yes it's the only sports that are on tv right now as we are recording so that's what i have on who knew yeah fun fact also fun fact it's raining in seattle what a what a crazy isn't it always raining there yeah that was that was the sarcasm time come on all right james i'm done with tyler go ahead tell us football things 
All right. Uh, fantasy football week 12. There's only two weeks left in the regular season before your playoffs start, which means probably five of you are really listening now. <laughs> in our league, there's actually seven of us who are still in the eight of us who are still in the race. The only two who are not are me and Alex. <laughs> Standing wise, it hasn't changed much since last week. Tyler is still in first. Eric is still in second. Traden is still in sixth. And me and Alex are still in last place. Hey, I was in seventh. I moved up a, up a spot. He moved up one spot. Congratulations. And he's in the race. So good for him. He scored the most amount of points this week. Um, there are no teams on by this week. And we have six, three games on Thursday, as Traden just told us about. Going right into it, we're going to start with quarterback. My pick for the week is Daniel Jones, a.k.a. the Fantasy Goat, dubbed by Eric. He plays for the Giants, if you guys didn't know that. He's owned in 17.1% of leagues. He had a bye last week, so he had no stats last week. He got a week to rest. On the season, he's ranked number 23 in overall QBs. He averaged 18 points in the last four games, which is really good. He's starting to develop a good rapport with his wide receiver group who have been injured the majority of the year prior to the last couple of weeks. So that should just help him out a lot more. He's also starting to run the ball a lot more, and that's really good for a quarterback in terms of points. Against the Eagles, he had nine rushes for 64 yards and a touchdown. And he plays the Bengals this week. That's a Bengals team that just got a hell of a lot worse after losing Joe Burrow for this season and uh, probably a little bit of next season. Um, So that means a bad defense gets worse, mainly because that defense cannot step field because their offense will only go three and out every single time. So that sucks for the Bengals, but it's really good for Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones could also actually be a multi-week play because he plays the Seahawks the week after they play the Bengals. So Alex, what do you think about adding the fantasy go? Yeah, you know, it's a kind of a bummer. We're talking about Daniel Jones more when Eric's not here, but um, – <laughs> Yeah, you know, from someone that played Joe Burrow last week uh, because my boy Josh Allen was on by and then he got hurt, that kind of screwed me over. So, yeah, you know, if your quarterback play, you know, maybe you had Dak early on and then you pick someone up like Joe Burrow and now he's hurt, why not? You get a, a week off so Daniel Jones's legs are fresh. They're playing a Bengals team, like you said, are awful. Um, I don't believe they're going to go three and out every single time. They'll probably get at least 90% one, of the times. They'll, they'll get at least <laughs> one first one down, first down <laughs> and minimum one first down in this game. <laughs> but yeah, the Bengals are terrible. They've had two weeks to prep for them. Um, like you said, Daniel Jones has been running more. Um, yeah, pick him up. If you're not super happy with your quarterback, uh, maybe you had Drew Brees who's been hurt and you didn't, you couldn't, you picked up Jameis Winston, assuming that he was going to be the starter. And then all of a sudden, the Saints are like, nah, dog, we're going to play Taysom Hill. Pick up <laughs> Daniel Jones. You know, if there's just the time where there's really not a whole bunch out there. Um, any other, you know, quarterbacks that have sort of taken over the job have probably already been scooped up. What did you say? He was owned in 17% of the league. So that's, right. that's a huge amount. He's playing a shitty team. Go get him. Do you think he scores more than 20 fantasy points against the Bengals? Why or why not? Yeah, he maybe he might he might not throw for a bunch of touchdowns or like throw for a lot of yards, but those say fifty to seventy five rushing yards that he gets throughout the game will push him over that 20, 20 point threshold. I agree. Uh, thank you that for that, Alex. Moving on to running back, we have Frank Gore, legendary future Hall of Famer, New York from the Jets. He's owned in eight point eight percent of leagues. In week eleven, he had fifteen point one points. 
against the Chargers. He had 15 rushes for 61 yards and a touchdown and added two receptions for 10 yards. He's the only running back on the active roster right now because of Michael Penry, Perrine, whatever his name is. He's a rookie. We don't even know his name, so. <laughs> <laughs> he just got injured, so he's not going to be playing. So Frank, Frank Gore will be out there for 90% of the snaps. Good for him. He's 37 years old, but he honestly does not look like it one bit. Guy is timeless. He's still a great runner. He can read the holes, and that's all that really matters right now. He's an absolute legend. He's number two in the all-time rushing list. He's just, I think, 800 yards behind Walter Payton. So, I mean, if he stays one more year, he might be able to catch that and be in a blown overall, but who knows? And like I said, he's going to be Hall of Fame one day for sure. This might be Gore's last year in the league, and he's recently come out saying that he cannot be he cannot retire as a winless on a winless team. So I think he's going to be extra motivated to try and score a lot to help this team finally get their first win and go against Adam Gase because Adam Gase can make them want to lose. So we'll see who's stronger, Frank Gore, Adam Gase. Up next, they play the Dolphins. The Dolphins are the best run defense, and the Broncos running backs just ran 166 yards and had two touchdowns against them. Tyler? You were super high on Rex Burkhead last week, and that was wrong because he tore his ACL during the last game. You also are really in love with all the Dolphins running backs. What do you think about running backs going against the Dolphins? What do you think about the legendary Frank Gore? Yeah, so that that Burkhead decision pretty much cost me. I lost by 0.8 points this oh, week. God. And if <laughs> had, I, my guy, man. had I put anyone else in, I probably would have won. So that that was rough. So. Hopefully my running back choices improve going forward. It seems like I'm, I'm looking for running back every single week um, just with what's been going on with injuries and, and all that. This, this got some to sell. Well, we will talk later then. Um, as far as Frank Gore goes, I, I think you kind of nailed it. I think at, when you, at first when you look at it, you're like, why Frank Gore? You know, he doesn't have quite the best, re- the best resume this season um, other than, you know, the name. I mean, he's obviously a legend, but, you know, go, going against the Dolphins, a pretty good defense. Um, but as you mentioned, you know, he's going to probably get a lot of snaps and he's Frank Gore. Like if he's the guy getting the ball, he's probably going to get a good amount of points. Um, so I think this is a pretty solid pick. As you mentioned, he's owned in like, what was it? 8% of leagues. I think there are a few other good running backs to be picked up, which we'll go over later. Um, but I think Frank Gore is a very, very solid pick for this week. Do you think he finishes as a top 20 running back? Top 20? I'll say yes. Why? Because he's Frank Gore, and he'll he'll make it happen. Great. Yep, that yeah. makes sense. Hot take. Trust your gut, kids. Trust your gut. That's what Tyler does, and that's why Rex Burke had towards ACL. Yep. <laughs> Moving on to wide receiver. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sorry, Rex Burke. It's Tyler's fault. <laughs> Tyler's fault. My bad. Uh, moving on to wide receiver, we got Nelson Aguilar from the Raiders. He's owned in ten point four four percent of leagues in Week Eleven, aka Monday Night Football. He, no, Sunday Night Football. He had 20.8 points. So against the Chiefs, he had six receptions for off nine targets for 88 yards and a touchdown. On the season as a whole, he has six receiving t- touchdowns. That's 11th among all active wide receivers right now. That's more than Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, and Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup has two. Uh, he's the vet of the wide receiver room in Las Vegas, and he's shown a really good connection with Derek Carr. Uh, reason being because the other two wide receivers are rookies and Brandon Edwards and Henry Ruggs. People are wondering why he's finally starting to show his full potential now rather than early on in his career. And that's because he was with the Eagles and had Carson Wentz as his quarterback. Carson Wentz sucks. So better QB play typically means better wide receiver production. And that's exactly what's happening here. 
Up next, they play the Falcons, and that's a Falcons team that's ranked 31st in pass defense. Traden, what do you think about Nelson Aguilar? Yeah, so this dude's hauled, you know, six for nine, 88 yards, touchdown against the Chiefs, 20-point night during a shootout type of type of game that we saw um he's had kind of a renaissance this this season with the with the Raiders I mean he's kind of proven that he's a threat downfield kind of reinvented himself you know has created a new uh a new version of himself that you know people are turning their heads and with Derek Carr coming out and playing pretty good football you know it it kind of begs the question why is he only owned in 16.5 percent of leagues um that kind of shocked me I was actually surprised that he is, I, I'm surprised that you gave me this because at first I didn't even know that he was even, you know, eligible to be in your bottom, uh, you know, under 50. Um, but while he is playing good football, he's very inconsistent. He goes every other week with a touchdown, no touchdown, touchdown, no touchdown. Um, he'll go out with double digit points and then he'll, he'll, t- he'll have a one catch outing the next week. So, and I'm not sure if that's necessarily due to him or if it's the fact that there's actually multiple options that Derek Carr has now. And, and that offense gets it done by committee. I mean, they have Renfro, they have Ruggs, they have Darren Waller. Um, so I think that this would keep me from adding Aguilar at this point. Um, it's kind of a similar situation in New England's running back situation. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. You might, he might go off, but he might not. It really depends on kind of the situation, you know, a week-by-week basis. Um, you know, so I guess I understand why he may be owned in such a low amount of leagues. Um, but – you know, at this point in your season, if if it's a risky play, but um, I guess you could do worse because you are playing the Falcons. So you could probably do worse than Aguilar right now, but it's risky. Uh, he scored the 12th highest amount of fantasy points last week. Does he have another top 12 week this week? I, I, I honestly, <laughs> I would like to say yes, but I can't, I, I, I would say no, because I, his inconsistency kind of speaks for itself if you look, if you look at past weeks. I agree. Uh, moving on to tight end, last but not least, we have Jordan Reed from the Niners. He's owned in 12.6% of leagues. He was on bye last week, which is good for him because he came off of IR about two weeks ago. So it lets that knee heal up on him, which is good. Uh, the biggest key for him is that he's pretty much going to be the only pass-catching option for the 49ers this week. Uh, Kittle's done for the season. Debo is still up, probably has a hamstring injury. And Brandon Ayuk's on the COVID list again. Mullins is the QB which means that Kyle Shanahan is going to game plan a lot of short and quick passes, which is basically going to be designed for the tight end, a.k.a. Jordan Reed. When he's healthy, and that's rare, Jordan Reed is, is a force to be reckoned with. The last healthy year in Washington, he finished as tight end number three, where he averaged 17 fantasy points per game. He then took off two years because of concussion problems, but the fact of the matter is he's dominant when he's healthy. Uh, with the bye last week, there was a lot of chances for him to be put in the game plan, which I, I'm pretty sure Kyle Shanahan did because he's the only weapon. Uh, up next, they play the Rams. Against the Rams in week six. The, the, yep, exactly. The jersey over there. Thank you, Alex. You're uh, against the Rams in week six, Kyle Shanahan schemed up the tight end beautifully. Kittle had 109 yards and a touchdown that game against the Rams defense. So look for him to try to do that again with Jordan Reed. Traden, what are your thoughts on Jordan Reed? He's intriguing. Um, I mean, five of six targets, 62 yards during that loss of the Saints a couple weeks ago. Um, but here's the thing. Un- unless you have a top-tier tight end this year, like Kelsey, Waller, Andrews, or Hawkinson, you probably have been struggling in this position. 
year week after week. Um, and it, and this might be an opportunity to snag a solid tight end before the start of your playoffs in a, in a, you know, in a few weeks, a couple weeks here. Um, he finished second in targets on his team, catches and receiving yards, and he delivered his best out- output of the season that, that week. Um, again, like you said, Nick Mullins is, is the quarterback. So he's going to be there, his main target. Um, however, the, this offense, it, it, it just, it looks deflated. Uh, it, it, does, it just does not drum up enough to, for me. And here's the thing. You can be so talented, you can be so good, but if you can't efficiently move the ball downfield, you're just not going to get enough opportunities as an entire team to, to really rack up points, unfortunately. And you're playing a stingy Rams defense, which, you know, it may be good or bad. Yes, it might be good that he's going to be, you know, Reed's going to be targeted a lot, but you might not get that many opportunities as a whole because you're, the offense just can't seem to drum up enough oomph and and rhythm and and i think that that's the biggest risk i don't think it's him i think it's the offense as a whole um and that's that's why i would be a little bit skeptical of this pick but like you said he is the top target uh he is solid he has shown that he has you know greatness in him so if you're struggling this position this might be a will it must be might be a good risk because you probably you know you're probably shooting a you know, shooting, shooting for the, from the hip anyway. How many points do you think he puts up against the Rams? I'll give him double digits. I'll give him a, I'll give him a solid 10, 10.5. With a touchdown or without a touchdown? I think I'll take a touchdown. I think you guys will, I think you guys can score a touchdown against this Rams team and I'll give it to you. To Jordan Reed. Cool. Uh, I think Freya Freya agrees with that pick. (laughs) She does. Tyler, who do, who do you pick? <laughs> um, so I, I like this guy, Wayne Gallman, uh, running back for the New York Giants. Uh, he is owning 55% of leagues, um, but I think he's got a good matchup this week um, playing the Cincinnati Bengals. He's scored a touchdown in four straight games. Um, they, they are coming off a bye, so be rested. Uh, so if he is available in your league, look to pick him up. When does Devontae Freeman come off IR? Great question. I do not know that. Do you know that? Well, I mean, if he comes up IR now, the Wayne Gallman pick could be a bust. But if be. he's on IR for a little bit longer, then Wayne Gallman for sure. Just something yep. you guys should probably look up, or yep. Tyler, before you, you know. Great call, James. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Uh, Wayne Gall- Devonta Freeman comes off in week 13, so Wayne Gallman's a good pick. Parker. Go. Week 12, <laughs> Gallman. Uh, Alex, who do you have? Uh, Derek Carr. Coming off a couple good games for the Raiders. Uh, he's playing a not very good Falcons team. Uh, Derek Carr, I feel like, has been vastly underrated throughout most of his career. He's had some terrible, terrible teams to play and, uh, you know, some uh, skill players. He's kind of got those skill players now. Derek Carr, dude, could be, could be the person to push you through into the playoffs. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> you said that one time for the record. <laughs> Anyway, Chayden, all goes who you back. got, man? Um, you kind of actually alluded to him in your intro. Um, I'm going to go with Gus Edwards today, uh, this week. Um, the Ravens need a running back. Ingram and Dobbins are out on COVID. Um, and assuming the, the game gets played as scheduled, which I assume it will, um, we can expect Gus the bus to get a lot of action. I think, I, think he's a, I think he's a solid pick. They need a running back. And, you know, I think he's, I think he's a solid pick. Does it scare that he's going against the number one defense in the league right now in the Steelers? 
It would, but you know, they're going to have to take care of two running backs in uh, Gus Edwards and um, Lamar Jackson. So you can't cover them both. People have, that's why they're six and four. <laughs> well, not this week. Cause if you ask Tyler, the Ravens are going to win this week. So, yep. <laughs> All right. That's my segment. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, again, don't listen to myself or James cause apparently, well, in our one league, we're terrible. Uh, yeah, James, I know you're I'm in first place in your other league. Yeah, Every other league, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not in first place in the other league that we're in together, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to take a quick oh, break, right. and when we come back, we're going to not talk about football. We're talking about reality TV, because apparently that's what Tyler wanted to talk about this week. So we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, everybody, we are back. Uh, Tyler is talking about reality TV, which is a subject I never thought we would talk about on this podcast. But hey, COVID, baby, let's do this. Got to keep you on your toes. We got to talk about other things every once in a while. So the reason why uh, I'm talking about reality TV is early on in the uh, quarantine COVID times, you know, there were no sports. We were home all day. Wasn't a lot to watch. Um, so sometimes you had to watch different things, things you probably normally wouldn't have watched and you got to try different things and just experiment and see what, what, see, see what goes on. I personally am not a huge reality TV fan, um, until this quarantine happened. Um, shout out to my beautiful girlfriend, Jess. She got me into some reality TV shows, uh, shows like Survivor, Amazing Race and Big Brother most recently, uh, are some shows that I've never watched before. And now I'm a pretty big fan. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of go around and ask the guys like what reality show they most want to be on. Uh, so trading, we kind of talked about this a little bit on Sunday. Uh, so I'll start it off with you. Which show do you most want to be on? Yeah. So, I mean, when I was a kid, I, I watched Big Brother a lot. That was, it's a big part of my family, uh, family's watching patterns. But my favorite, or I guess something that I've always wanted to be on since I was a kid and, and even now is The Amazing Race. Um, I think that it would be so, it'd be so much fun to travel the world like that, do different competitions. I, I know that I know they're a little dramatized, but, but the competitions kind of go, you know, in line with the culture, so to speak. So I think it'd be really interesting to be part of that. Um, and I think it would be just fun to take a partner and, and do that. Um, whether it be a friend, um, you know, Kylie or, you know, a parent or something, I think that would be so awesome to do. Um, you really get to know that that person, you know, in great times and in, in, in bad times. And it's, it's how you react to the to those, you know, ebbs and flows that, you know, that that's how you end up winning that's, or, or losing. So I think I think it's it was always one of the most interesting um, and fun ones to watch. And I'd love to be on that one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a show that I started watching. I'm, I cannot believe I haven't watched this show until this season. Like, it's it's, one I think it's a super sure. fun show. Uh, get to kind of see different parts of the world. I think it'd be super fun to be on. Uh, that was going to be my pick, but I knew you're going to pick it, so I have to come <laughs> up with something else. Uh, Alex, what about you, man? Like, what what reality show do you most want to be on? Yeah, so I kind of did sort of two. Um, I'm going old school Survivor. So, like, I don't know how much Survivor you guys have watched. Um, Ashley is a huge Survivor fan, and she really wants to go on it. And I've always I used to watch it with my grandmother all the time. Um, 
but it's changed quite a bit as the years have gone on. It's less about sur actually surviving the elements and now more about like scheming and like backstabbing and all that bullshit. So if it was more like the early seasons, um, that would be kind of fun. I would do that one. Um, and then this is kind of cheating because it's not really a reality show, but Jeopardy. Uh, huh. I know it's a game show, so I'm kind of cheating a little yeah. bit. But especially after my domination in TLDR <laughs> oh, Jeopardy episode, <laughs> episode two, and uh, my namesake Alex Trebek, I feel like Jeopardy would be <laughs> awesome. Uh, I know, I know, I kind of kind of cheated a little bit on that one, but yeah, that's At least he gave us a reality show for one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I guess technically a re reality show, but I've always joked that sports are also a reality show, and that's the reality shows that I've watched. So whatever, hey, there you go. Count it, James. What about you? I'm going to be on The Bachelor. Hey, there it is. I've seen one episode of The Bachelorette. That's because I was in Indiana and watched it with Lauren oh and Matt. God. That 41-year-old babe, man. Super odd. Anyway, like, I think I'd love to find true love. And what better way to do it than have all of America watching as I pick through, I don't know, 20 beautiful females who supposedly love me back. That'd be fun. That'd be enjoyable. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> so The Bachelor is where it's at. That's what, that's what I think I'd like to be on. Oh, um, but also, you guys had mentioned Sunday that you guys thought I'd be good in the Titan games. I'm not sure what that is. So why don't you tell me about it and tell me why I'd be good at it? <laughs> Trey, and you tell you, because I honestly have never seen Titan games. So, yeah, Titan games, it, I, I kind of I paralleled it to um, – uh what's one of my uh the ninja warrior kind of but it, it it really emphasizes more um just lots of physical strength and you do a lot more competitions directly against another individual so it, it's a lot of complete strength and will um competitions oh and it's hosted by the rock which in and of itself is kind of puts it above ninja warrior because the rock is one of the best human beings on the planet um james i highly recommend you look it up i think it's on hulu kylie is loves the show and i really like the show i think you'd really get into it and i and once you see an episode you'd be like okay i i see what you guys are talking about because i i just think that not only your strength but your will to to win is it would give you that that edge in that show i'll look it up for sure okay nice. wait do you guys remember i just thought of this one as we're doing this do you guys remember mxc Yes. Yes. Trade it, my boy. Thank you. Okay. Oh my god, dude! How great would it be? It's so. It's like uh, it's Wipeout, or was that what that show's called? Yeah, it's like it's Wipeout. Called, it's like Wipeout, but it's a Japanese show. But they put English dubs over the like oh. announcers. Oh my! From like the like late '90s, early 2000s. I think it I've seen a couple of those. Hilarious! It is so funny. So, like you have to run across a river with stones, and then one of them's a fake stone, and you step through it, and they like fall into a. It's like I don't know, dude. It's great. Yeah, dude. I it's on like Prime or Hulu or something. I it is. Oh, I need that's to what that. I want to be on. Nice. I want 2000s grainy cable television, Spike TV. MXC. That's what I want to be on. <laughs> that's Sick. that's a good one. Okay, yeah. I'm glad Trayden, that you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Okay. Classic. Oh man. All right. Um, so for me, I I love obstacle courses, um, and so things like that I think would be super fun. So for the longest time, Wipeout was what was one of the shows I wanted to be on. But I recently just heard from Trayden that someone died on that show. 
So like, I don't know about that one anymore. <laughs> so maybe not Wipeout, but there's this brand new one. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's called Holy Moly. It basically, it's like an obstacle course plus mini golf. That sounds right up my alley. So it's I'm, awesome. I'm going to sign up for that as soon as we're done with this podcast. I'm going to holymoly.com or whatever the fuck I got to go. <laughs> and I'm going to sign up and play Holy Moly because that looks like so much fun. Produced um, by superstar Stephen Curry. See, there you go. So, uh, Mrs. King, did you hear that curse word? Uh, I heard an F-bomb. She's not here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she left. <laughs> uh, Holy Moly is a good one. I, dude, there's all these, like, I feel like there's a bunch of new ones that I just have now that I don't have cable, like no idea what they are. Yeah. yeah. Just zero idea. Um, yeah. So we're missing Eric this week. Hopefully we'll get him back next week. Uh, a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Just like Traden said, be safe, be smart. Um, you know, if you are traveling, be safe on the roads, you know, crazy times out there. Uh, same thing. Give us a like, give us a follow. Leave us a comment. Tell us we're idiots. I mean, we already know, but you know, feel free to reiterate it. Uh, but everyone have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.